Welcome to Toast in the Morning, your number one podcast for all things sports and more. Here are your hosts, Evan and Peter. Enjoy. Toast. Today is September 29th, um, and that brings us one NFL week away from seeing Giants versus Miami Dolphins in Miami. We oh, fly. Yeah. Via spare, spare, Spirit Airlines, of course, you know, yes, we, we haven't made it to that level on the podcasting no. world. It, we don't have our mileage. Uh, and yet. you know what? We are going to record an episode in the hotel room of Miami. Are we? Uh, are we either that night when we're triggered after the game, one of us will be triggered Ooh, after the that'd game. That would be good. Or the, the, the earlier... Or I wonder if we can do like a like a segment, like record like 10, 15 minutes before the game with our thoughts and hit like a 10, 15 minute recording session afterwards ah, and then merge them. Ooh, that's good. That's I a like pretty good that. concept there. I, I like think. that. Ooh. I think on the fly. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Get the juices flowing yeah. while recording. We'll, we'll, I'll have some beverages in, inside. So, you know, it's going to be a, a lot of orange juice, man. Huh. And just orange juice. <laughs> the kids don't know, but we know. Um, I am cautiously optimistic for the ooh. game. Um, hopefully we win against Seattle, so at least like we're 500 going into an ass kicking. Mm-hmm. But if we have a little momentum and the Dolphins hopefully get routed by the Bills, mm. it, it'll be it'll be feasible. It'll be feasible. Um, the only concern is I have no clue who in God's name is going to cover Tyreek. It really concerns me. Intro role um, on the team, and it's kind of hysterical no? too. Okay. Complete side note: talking about speed. Um, Everyone's talking about, you know, Mike McDaniel's an offensive guru. He draws up these great X's and O's. But I feel like it almost, like, when you look at the team, it's kind of like he just sat there and just looked at 40 times, and that's how he picks his players. I mean. Like, top to bottom. He was like, he sat there in the third round. It's like, who's the fastest guy available? I mean, yeah, well, obviously I worked with uh, John Ross. He was a fast guy, wasn't he? Hey, Mike McDaniels hasn't got a hold of Josh uh, John Ross yet. John Ross, Darius Hayward Bay, come on down, come on down to Miami. And it's it's like he constructs teams like I did in Madden Mobile. Like it's like just look at the speed stat, find the fastest guys, and then just run around people. But they're good at football. And I want a genuine opinion from here from you, Evan. Uh-huh. Um, you are probably one of the bi- most biased sports fans I oh. know, regardless. Oh, really? Okay. So I want you All for right. a second, just take off your Dolphins hat and be mm. genuine with me right here. That, it's a is, tough hat, but okay. Is A-Chain... A-Chan. 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 Is A-Chan. A-Chan. It's been five months since he's been drafted. I have no clue how to A-chan. pronounce his name, but it, he said A-Chan. He said A-Chan. A-Chan. Is he as good as the stat show last game? And I'm not expecting him to give me, you know, 51 fantasy points every week. But is he actually a RB1? Um, or is he going to be like watching the Patriots in 2015 where he might have zero rushing yards next week and then have two touchdowns on 100 the week after kind of guy? Well, I mean, uh, the McDaniel-Shanahan 49ers offense is predicated on multiple backs and rotating the running backs. I I think I... A Chan, there you go. Uh, could he be that number one? Sure. Uh, I don't. I'm not sure. Um, he's a bit of a change of pace back. Okay. Obviously, he's you know he's gonna come in probably at second, third down, uh, bringing some uh some different sort of speed and elusiveness. Um, I, I think it was 
I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he could be that that number one bell. Cow. Well, like there's no really bell cows anymore in football, really, besides what Derrick Henry, in a sense. Ramondre Stevenson. Definitely. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, I just say that because I just traded for him. Besides, yes, of the, course, of besides course. the point, though, yeah. who's going to see more rushing workload or passing workload? It's gonna be fairly split both both ways. I think it's gonna be split. I think mainly. I think we'll be leaning towards Mostert. I think, but so who's going to see more passing or who's going to see more rushing? Or do you think all across the board split receptions? Um, split I, I, I think most would probably get a little bit more because he's a bit more experienced in the receiving game. Yeah, in the receiving game, yeah, definitely he brings a lot in receiving. He's been outstanding this mm-hmm. uh, year so far. Last week he got Moster saw I think more in the receiving. Game. I think Achan saw more uh, yeah, rushes, yeah, rushing yeah, yeah, attempts. Yeah, 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 like what two hundred uh, rushing yards? Yeah, that was unreal. Like it was like that. That game was just. And Insane. the biggest thing I give Mike McDaniels that I have seen is he's allowing Tua – it's taking the pressure off of him. I think for the first couple times in his career, he doesn't they, – they can take the pressure off of him. They could run the ball. His players are phenomenal after the catch. He All he has to worry about is getting the ball in his playmaker's hands, which as much as his job should be in the first place because – the one thing that I've never knocked over his career is he's very accurate and a hyper-accurate quarterback. He can put the ball through tremendous spots. That's one thing I've always given him. I do have my other criticisms, but in this style of offense, that's all you got to do as a quarterback. You don't need to be scrambling out of the pocket. You don't need to be making circus throws across your body. Give the ball to your playmakers and let them do what they do. I mean, I uh, I agree to an extent, I think. I mean, you saw last year with Bridgewater and Skylar Thompson, guys like that, where you feel like everyone says, oh, any any quarterback can go in that offense. I don't think so. No, I not at all. I didn't so. say that. But I'm saying that plays to Tua's strengths. Is he could drop the ball in a bucket. We saw it on some deep passes to Tua, uh, to, Tua to Tyreek. He can put the ball where only that top echelon of quarterbacks can put it, yes. which is uh, you know, not with Skylar Thompson, Teddy Bridgewater, I guess I was selling. Pre- I was doing some pre-arguing, doing the classic. Uh, yeah, like I, like I was saying. Well, that- I feel like you were. I don't know. I was expecting like the, uh, like um. Oh, you because when you said like oh, he just needs to get the 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 ball. No, I don't to- mean he's dumping it off five yards. My point is the offense is relying on accurate throws. Yeah. And getting it to your guys. Right. He does not need, like I said, he does not need to be rolling out right and dropping right. it across his body like Patrick Mahomes. There's no need for that. Right. That's true. I agree. You okay. know, get it to A-Chan in open field. Get it to Tyreek on the sideline. Just put it, make it so they can make a play. Let Tyreek, right. get it, just get it anywhere in the vicinity where Tyreek can make a play and be special, and you're good. Yeah. And, it's, and you see his personality coming out too now because, you know, there's great. less pressure. He's enjoying himself. I mean, there's snapping back at reporters. I mean, it's not like he has a gun you know, behind his head when Flores was here, mm-hmm. which, I mean, if the Dolphins do the improbable or got or for the very least win a damn playoff game, there is no way in hell Brian Flores should ever, ever be a head coach in this league again. Mm-hmm. Ever. He was doing everything he could to make him fail. Exactly. Exactly. He is every single Patriots uh, coach. And if you want to get more into that, we could talk about like the the Raiders and all like Ugh. and those clowns uh, later, maybe McDaniel's if we get to that out. point. But I mean, yeah, like Tua just looks like he's a completely different player. Uh, just looks a lot looser. Like 
when like he's having fun. He is having fun. It, you know, they were doing the dance after you know one of the touchdowns before the half. It's just so the shit that I had to go through since I've watched this team regularly. They're like the 2018 Nets. Oh my god, they're the, having fun. They're like on the sideline, yeah, just goofing around. Yeah, the the Cam Cameron year in one fifteen, uh, the tail end of the Sperano years, Joe Philbin, Adam Gase, and Brian Flores, just brutal football. And all the question marks with Tannehill: Is he the guy? Is he not oh the guy? Is God. he garbage? Is some, he some good? terrible front offices, the off the field stuff with the bully gate, and the uh, some story, everything with around like even like Jim Harbaugh was like rumored to be the next coach for the Dolphins. All of that it was just a mess, an absolute mess. And heck, even even last year with the whole Flores lawsuit and mm-hmm. all that stuff, it was exhausting. But and it, I'm and having also... fun. I'm having fun. They're having fun mm-hmm. playing the game. I'm having fun watching this team because I, I'm not trying to be selfish, but I think. Myself and a lot of Dolphins fans, we deserve it. We deserve it. They put 70 points on a professional football mm-hmm. team for crying I gotta out loud. I got to see what Frank the Tank's got to say because I haven't seen him really on my For You page in the football Because season. they're not losing. That's why. He, they need Teams need to lose. I got I to gotta see what he's got to say because if he's actually being optimistic, you know things are taking a turn. Shit. God damn it, man. We share way too many interests. And it's like, like you guys it. also had to deal with what? Any good play you guys got, you just dealt. What are you talking about? You know I'm saying in the past 10 years, you're talking about being a miserable Dolphins fan. Oh, it's yeah. Like you guys had a glimmer of Jarvis Landry, uh, J.H.J., although in hindsight, it was a good decision to trade J.H.J. Who's the other back, too? Was that? There was another running back, too. Um, I mean. I think he ended up going to the Bears. I'm trying to think who it was. Ba- there's another running back around that era. I think it was the guy that replaced J.H.J. You ended up replacing him. Oh, again. well, like there was Kenyon Drake. But I like know Kenny Drake. That's him. Miami Miracle, Kenny Drake. That's, that's Miami Miracle, Kenny, Kenny Drake. Yeah. Um. I mean, they traded. Fumbled the ball this week after wearing that oh, amazing sweatshirt. Oh, yeah. Actually, I, I wasn't watching that game. Yeah, he fumbled the ball. Oh, really? Oh, right. And then I don't think he touched the ball again oh, for the right. Ravens, I believe. Yes. Yeah, correct. With that two-headed monster of Kenny Drake and Melvin Gordon. Mm. I've seen for some reason look because Gus Edwards got hurt. I've seen Rutgers post Gus Edwards like five times this week, which like, is you didn't know. Stop it. It's like you oh, did not know Gus love- Edwards was a was a Rutgers. I did. I'm talking more like yeah. aloud. You know? The general people. Exactly. Population. You did not know he was our. We know Pacheco. Everyone knows Pacheco. Come on, he's such a dog, bro. Yeah. Uh, Lozano was pissed last week in fantasy. He had him, and then like Clyde Edwards, Clyde Edwards oh, yeah. stole that touchdown. He's like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. Come, Ed, Ceh gets like what four touches a game, and of course one of them has to be stealing yeah. a handoff of something. Like, what was the thought process though? Because I feel like you bring him in for maybe a couple of receptions. Who like wh- what made Andrew being like he needs an inside handoff on the goal line? I, I know it uh, worked, but I know because they, they were killing the Bears. Oh, that yeah, that yeah. So yeah. They suck. They do suck. Uh, the the matchup of the century, Bears-Broncos. Oh, I hear God. voices in the it, it's, it's, it's that meme. It's that uh, Cena rock meme. It's I'm just... getting tired of the jo- – this is completely random. Um, They're on another primetime game. And honestly, I'm sick and tired of it. At least the Giants. Oh, yeah. We're on what, Monday this week. Monday night. Who are they playing? Oh, Seattle. Seattle. And it's like I love them being on primetime at the same time. Like At least we're playing Seattle this time on primetime. No way, like, I want to know who at, at the NFL headquarters is like, they're two primetime games so far. Give them Dallas and San Fran 
to get curb stomped on national television. Genius idea. Like at yeah. least at least hide that away at like a nice one o'clock Sunday slot, so I don't have to be as upset. Hey, I mean, the Jets have to endure it the entire Sunday to see their team probably get whooped. Yeah, by the Chiefs, and they're like they are the third most interesting part of that damn game is Taylor Swift, and then the Chiefs, and then three piles of fucking dog shit, and then the New York Jets, and then. Like, is Kadarius Tony going to go off this game? Uh-huh. He's back in New York. Uh-huh. God, he sucks. Yeah. Dylan picked him up. I don't know if you saw he picked him up in fantasy and yeah, played him at his flex. And then he like had like one point, and he was like, yeah, never again. I'm dropping him. I dropped him a gem, though. I was like, look, I'm going to recommend one player. I don't know how you feel about this. I told him to pick up Mims from Denver. He's that 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 dude's gonna be a stud. He's I was like, stud. he returned like, the kick. Uh, kick I off. wanted to pick him up, but I felt bad because his team was kind of getting plagued so horrendously by injuries in his first time ever playing fantasy football. How many team, how many wins does he have? One. Oh, he's better. He's better team than me. So. But the thing is, though, your team is like actually good. Like, tell the viewers, you are what? Oh, and three and have the most worst luck. I have, I think the fourth. It's a well, how many? It's a ten man, ten man league. We ten got. Man league. I have the fourth or fifth, like the fourth or fifth most. Points scored. And you're 0-3. I am 0-3 because the, my two past opponents. Okay, week one I got I got my shit kicked in by your brother. Yes. All right, that's that fine. was that's an out. Yes. Week two got fucking screwed by the fucking shitty ass Cleveland Browns and their shitty the scummy six. and their shitty scummy ass fucking quarterback. I got fucking scumbagged. All right. <laughs> then week three, you were I all had like four points, right? And it was I thought strip I was gonna six. pull it out. I thought I was gonna pull it out. I thought I was gonna do it. I was gonna do the improbable. And then I got shit. I got my nuts kicked in. And then, and then last week, I got my nuts twisted. It was a <laughs> fucking. Rah. You had the lead the entire game. Yeah. Well, how do you think I felt? I was down sixty oh, going I don't into give Monday. A shit. You're up two. You're two and one. I lost Fuck by you. point one eight points. Oh, poor thing, bro. I Shut almost pulled off up. a sixty point deficit. Really? That's great. You know. And and the worst part is, it, I could have lived with a little more if I didn't catch up to him. It was like, oh, I fell a little short. I took the lead, and then the Bengals, instead of like, hey, let's maybe like throw the ball and try and ice this game, hand it off for Joe Mixon to fall for a negative three-yard loss, and then I lose by .18 points. God, I love and hate fantasy football. I, dude, like. And I, it makes me question every week, like, why do I do this? It makes me miserable all the time. Dude, what, in my other league, I'm 3-0. and Like, my, I have two in Tyree on, on my team. I'm killing everyone. I'm killing. All right? I'm the fucking best. This league, I don't know. Like, I just don't know. I think I, I think our, our commissioner skewed the, the schedule. Uh, <laughs> and the funniest part is the guy that you got smacked by is the guy that I beat by, like, what? Like, 70 points week it's, one? It's absolute horrible. And then he was like, yeah, I can't let this happen. Like, now, he's had the most points scored since the week one. Ridiculous. Out. Just ridiculous. I, I, I don't. I don't get it. I just don't. And he's probably isn't even that good. He just has like Keenan Allen, and for some reason Keenan Allen's got Keenan him. Allen threw a fucking passing touchdown, man. Of course he dropped forty two. <sighs> You'd love to see it. Fucking piece of shit. We talk about football again, and not fantasy football. What do you think about this weekend? Um, first off, Colorado must watch football every weekend, oh. even though they're also going to get smacked this weekend against USC. That could be a fun game. It's going to be a fun game. It's going to be a fun game. But you game. know what the headline is? What's the headline? Rice v. Sanders Jr. 
Jerry Rice's son at wide oh. receiver, covered by Shiloh Sanders at corner. I had no, I, I had no clue Jerry Rice's kid was on yep. USC. Yes, he is. I had no clue. Wow. So we get the juniors facing off. Wow. So that's yeah. gonna be a storyline. And then Caleb Williams is gonna have like 400 passing yards and six yeah. touchdowns. Yeah, and then it's the obviously Colorado can they can they do it? And then Travis Hunt. The thing is though, Travis Hunter is the only way they'd ever have a chance in a game, and he's still like dead. Yeah, that dude. He, that dude the injury was it. liver lacerations. That's, it, it just sounds disgusting. It's just ugh. once you have to bust out lacerations, you know he's messed up. Yeah, that's yeah. It was a tough loss. Tough loss. They got there. They got the teeth kicked in by Oregon. That was a unwatchable game. Um, yeah, yeah. Other so. takeaways is. Is Justin Fields garbage or is it the organization? That's another headline. Uh, see both. Uh, they are a terrible organization that haven't been good in years, maybe even decades. Uh, they have probably the worst head coach in football, probably with the worst staff in football, with the worst offense in football. Yeah. They stink. They're actually awful. Like, I, Wow. And they take their six foot two, two hundred thirty pound quarterback and like, let's make you read defenses. Terrible. They are. T- um, Chase Claypool's I, calling them, uh, calling them out. Although Chase Claypool's word is, you know, it, and it just doesn't make sense to me. It's like I get. Look, don't get me wrong. We all love a nice six four pocket passer that can sling the ball, but you cannot sit here and look at Justin Fields and not say they're playing to every single one of his weaknesses and and are absolutely. Making, and it, yeah. it it just it doesn't make sense. They're not asking him to make certain reads and make some short throws, run some read options. They're asking him to drop back and read the defenses for an extended period of time, for one, which they don't have an offensive line, two, which he is not a pocket passer, three of which he is a tremendous athlete and phenomenal runner. Either you move on and get a different quarterback that could do the things you want, or you play to the strengths of your own quarterback and not absolutely shred any ounce of confidence he has left. Yeah, they're screwed. They're screwed. Uh, yeah, they're they're terrible. They're so I I honestly just cannot believe the discourse that took place this offseason. With what, the, MVP Fields? Oh my god! And people saying, "Oh, they're a playoff team. Oh, they're gonna go for the North." Like, like go listen to some of our. Uh, yeah. Like I was not on that train. The at reason why all. I picked them high in what fantasy. What are we talking about? They they yep. won three games last year, guys. And I still stand by my pick by him in fantasy, and I'm not saying it was a bad read by me because if they played him like they did last year for fantasy purposes, I don't care about your analysis on football because I have my question on Justin Fields too. But for fantasy football, you love to pick the guy that runs for 100-something yards and multiple touchdowns as a quarterback. That is a tremendously high floor week in and week out. But no, let's try and turn him to Tom Brady for some reason. Even though, like I said, he's six foot three, six foot two, two hundred thirty pounds, and runs like a four four. I mean, they did it with Trubisky, so. But at least like he is a pocket passer. Yeah, at least Trubisky had a good season, relatively good season. He made a Pro Bowl he, somehow. Yeah, he he was the uh, MVP, the the slime yeah. player. Yeah, that I don't think N starts with slime. Well, Nickelodeon. Yes, I know, but you said the like MVP, Slime Player of the Week. Yeah, what? the the, N- <laughs> the NSL VP. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, they're ass. They're terrible. They're on the fire. Their head coach. They are terrible. They're they're really really bad. But you know what's a 
an Ohio State quarterback that's having a good start. Stroud is a draw. Stroud is good. He looks good, man. And I'm glad I made this proper read early in the year and picked him up before anyone knew. Tank Dell looks phenomenal. He does look good. He can run, bro. He he looks like a developed, solid receiver. Uh, and I heard people saying Stroud was advocating for him to draft him. He looks great. They look like they have like years of chemistry under their belts. Uh, Nico Collins has been playing great. That offense is on the right track. Yes. Uh, Demon Pierce is not really doing a whole lot, unfortunately. That sucks. But um, It's fine. He's got I a rookie mean, deal. I mean, yeah, but still, still disappointing. But they, they're they looking good. Uh, I, I was, they're I was, still only going to win four, five games. But they're going to be watchable. You so. know what would be the story, though? If they get a top five pick and either are able to or trade up to get Marvin Harrison Jr., that's what they need. Well, they don't have their first. Round oh, pick. that is correct. They so, it is what Indianapolis. It's Arizona. Arizona, who imagine are able to draft Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. if they're bad enough. I forget where I saw the. I forget where I heard this, but I I think it was uh, the GPS show. It's a uh, Tom Grassi and uh, Brandon Perna on YouTube. Josh Dobbs has played himself into like ten more years of. Yeah, he's gonna be like roster. a bounce around backup yeah. for the rest of eternity. Yeah, like he's like he's done it. He's done it. That's Congrats. like it's like the Ryan Fitzpatrick. He, Ryan Fitzpatrick, even like even like a lesser extent, like like a like a not even like a Taylor Heineke, like a Kyle Allen. Oh no, you know who I'm thinking of? Uh, from the Vikings that one year. Case there Keenum. Was, Case Keenum. You need that one Case Keenum year. Bring your team pretty far. Not even first off, that was phenomenal. He went to what the NFC Conference final that championship. Was championship. Game. They went to the championship game, and that, and they beat the the Saints. They beat the Saints in the Minneapolis Miracle. Oh my god! Uh, what a yeah. time! That was what a great time. time what a time! Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, it was. Oh, Texans played Jacksonville. They're looking rocky. They're not looking that great. And I still stand by this. Trevor Lawrence is phenomenal. He's having a top year. On the inverse of that, when you look at the game film, his receivers are dropping the ball at a ridiculous rate. Calvin Ridley, I guess he might have had some drop issues before the suspension. Say as you wish. He dropped multiple touchdowns. There's, If you watch the highlights, Trevor Lawrence is dropping in the bucket for him over the shoulder over two defenders, and he just drops it. Uh, I think it was two cases with him. I think it might have been another case with Zay Jones. He is not the issue there. I think they're a team that's just underperforming, and I'm yeah. not hitting a panic button at all in Jacksonville. I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't say either, but they have been very underwhelming. No, yes, but I'm saying they're underperforming. Yeah. I don't think it's yeah. a question of talent or re- you need to like sit there and be like, oh, do we need to look at another quarterback? Is he ass? They'll be all right. Yeah, I think they'll be fine. They'll be fine. Look, no one expected them to turn around. I mean, they started they start off still last year. They started off still last year. Yeah, I was saying, like I was saying, we're not expecting them to win 12 games. Right. They could still easily win this division, especially with Derek Carr's hurt. Houston is Houston. Derek well, Carr, Derek, Carr, Derek Carr's uh, wrong division. Houston is Houston. Tennessee sucks. Yeah. And Indianapolis. Indianapolis is not that's another bad. Um, not bad. Pittman is a dog. Richardson is coming back. We'll see how he continues Although after Minshew, his concussion. She's gonna do his thing. Minshew earned himself a starting role at another team next year. Yeah, of course. Josh Which Dobbs, we've been saying, Josh Dobbs. I think we've Josh been Dobbs right there. There 100%, you go. But like I was saying, I think we've been like the biggest Minshew advocates for like two years. Dude, we, we've, we've been we've, like, we've why always, is nobody signing yeah, him? 
Yeah. We've been on that train for a, for a long time. But I guess maybe the reason is, like, we know what he is, and he's good enough to win you, like, eight games. And yeah. Yeah. He's a spark plug guy. He's, I guess, I guess the role is, like, he's a good backup. Like, he yeah. can win you games, but he's not, he's not doing that. Taylor much. Heineke. I've been on the Taylor Heineke trade all the time. Where's he at now? Atlanta. He's better than. Uh, I think he's better than Ritter. Ritter is not good. He's bottom five in QBR so far. But you know who's also ass? Zach Wilson. I don't even think we need to spend much time we do on not, this. But we, he's God. But, off, but is he the biggest? If, the thing is though, if he was the first overall pick, he would have been undoubtedly the biggest bust of all time. No, because like Ryan Leaf was the second overall pick after Peyton Manning. And people, no, I'm saying, I think it's the only thing stopping him from being the guaranteed worst pick. I mean, he has similar. Leaf stat. was he, better than. I think he was better than Zach. Bro, have you seen Zach? Zach Wilson, I genuinely think looks like if you took somebody from the lower tier of D1 football and just plopped him into. The I NFL mean, game they're all in the same category. Like he has similar stats to Jamarcus Russell. So, and what do we say about Jamarcus Russell? He's the, he is the biggest boss. He had. Similar sets to Jamarcus Russell. We're talking about the guy who didn't watch a minute of game film. I mean, yeah. If this is Zach trying his hardest, I don't even want to know what it looked like if he didn't try. I mean, the reason I brought it because I heard, I saw the stat that just was like, what? Like, every everything is around building old lines and stuff like that. So the stat I saw was like, when he has like a clean pocket, he is the worst quarterback. When he has a clean pocket, he is the wor- statistically the worst quarterback in football. And I'm like, isn't that like the big question as to why teams try to build around their their quarterback, their young quarterback, is to build an offensive line, and they get it. He gets a clean pocket, and like that dude is has he's a deer in headlights. That dude hangs on the ball for 18 years and does not know where to go. And the only reason why he throws the ball is like if some guy is like wide open, mm-hmm. like he does not throw. He doesn't. He doesn't like push. Garrett Wilson is Anything. two games away from just strangling him on the sidelines. Dude, I think they're already about to strangle the guy. And, and Robert Sala is going to go down that ship with them. Hey, I brought it up with the uh, last week. Nathaniel Hackett is the most important person in that Jets mm-hmm. uh, facility, and he's not. And he's doing completely nothing, which is exactly what I thought. But the question I, is now yeah. here, Evan. Why have oh. they kept him thus far? I know when people oh. say, oh, I get it. You can't teach a quarterback the playbook in two seconds. I understand. But a quarterback that knows none of the Jets' system will do better than Zach Wilson. Are they tanking at this rate, was trying it, to get a pick? Wasn't wasn't everything about, oh, man, Aaron Rodgers is going to teach this kid. Because they got their pick back, right? Because Rodgers yes. didn't play him. Yeah, they're going to get their pick They back. have their pick. So it's the thought process the- here. Hey, let's just be garbage. Let Rodgers I mean, that shouldn't be the goal. Like, I'm, And let's look, get say, Marvin look, Harrison look, look, Jr. Look, look, my my Dolphins has off. Like, that shouldn't be the goal for the Jets. Their goal is to compete for a playoff And I've spot. heard people say, hey, let's go trade for Kirk Cousins. And don't get me wrong. I genuinely think if they had Kirk Cousins this year, they win oh, 10, yeah. 11, 12 games. Yeah. But what's the solution there? Because you still have Rodgers on payroll. Would it make yeah. sense? Dude, that is going to be the most expensive quarterback room in Football history. I don't think they could even afford something like that. Yeah. It's they're kind of stuck. Um, yeah. At this point, I mean, they, they signed Trevor Simeon. Like he's not going to be your starter, right? At this point, if Colin Kaepernick's going to come back and play in the NFL, might as well bring him back now yeah. because <laughs> he, thirty-five-year-old Kaepernick, is going to do better than Zach Wilson. I mean, if if he does, that says a lot. 
about Zach, Zach Wilson. Wilson is, I swear to you, the worst option available. I mean, yeah, no, absolutely. Trevor I Simeon agree. would do better than Zach Wilson. I would, I would, start Trevor, I would start Trevor Simeon next week. Matt Ryan would do better than Trevor uh, than Zach Wilson. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz would do better. Carson Wentz, yeah. Who else is available? Nick Foles would do better. Anyone else? Cam Newton with half of his shoulder available. Yeah, and that dude's cooked. That shoulder's cooked. I saw a good point that somebody brought up on TikTok the other day. I just want to pivot to Zach, away from Zach Wilson because okay. he sucks. <laughs> Um, why don't we have the same discourse about Cam Newton that we do Andrew Luck? What are you talking about? Because, you know, the whole discourse on Andrew Luck is like, hey, his career was cut short, his team kind of wasted his talent, and he got injured way too young, and he had to step away. Speaking of uh, Andrew Luck, he was at Thursday night last week, and it was really, and he was in the whole Captain Luck setup uh, with the Twitter. Imagine going to the it, Jets? Absolutely not. Oh, my God. He's, no. <laughs> But it was cool. He had like the whole. Uh, yeah. the, the, it was like so cool. It was, like, oh, Andrew Luck. Ah, it's, it's so cool. It's like it's like I think he's the only one of the few athletes. He's so beloved. around that is beloved also because he's not on social media. It's like oh, he, you're here. Yeah. How you doing, buddy? Like okay, but back. Cool. Well, like I was saying, but then on Cam Newton's other end, it's kind of like oh, this guy got cooked. He was nothing. Like let's not forget the fact that not only his year he went to the Super Bowl and the year after his team was terrible and he had no yeah. weapons. He brought a team to the Super Bowl. He won MVP that one year. MVP with a terrible. His best receiver was Ted Ginn Jr. Dude, he made Ted Ginn Jr. look like a beast. Ted Ginn Jr. played ten years in the NFL. It was his only good year. Yeah, I think he almost had, he almost had like a thousand yards. He had bricks for hands, right? And let's uh, talk yeah. about uh, 2018. He gets blown up on that Steelers game by T.J. Watt, messes up his shoulder, and he plays through that rest of the season, which he should have. And maybe that's a point where hey. He tweaked his shoulder and played more games than he should have, and it kind of – from there he was cooked because yeah. he tore apart his shoulder. Essentially, right. played, he didn't rest. They, he played the games they yeah. shouldn't have. Yeah. And now we look at him like, oh, he's washed. He had a fall off when in reality they couldn't defend him and didn't give him any weapons and should have had a long and lengthy career. I mean, that's true. Uh, but I, I think luck is a lot more tragic in my opinion. But then we, we have that – other angle where we say, "Hey, why do we look at running quarterbacks and make it make their injuries their fault?" But when it happens to a pocket passer, it's like, "Oh, woe is them, poor them." We didn't want them to get hurt, but it's all inflicted on the running quarterbacks. See what I'm saying here? I mean, yeah, but I was I also spin in and say, "Well, they're out of the pocket. They're pretty much fair game in a sense." You know what I'm saying? Like, like they're putting themselves. All right, I'm past. I'm past line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Ed Reed, you can come down and kick the living shit out of like me. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. He's the most oblivious one I've ever seen. Like, forget Cam Newton. Cam Newton was like avoiding hits and like trucking guys. Yeah. Josh Allen is doing like triple backflips over the offensive Josh line. Josh Allen has no regards to human life. Like, he does not care. Every time he dives, he scares the living hell out of me. Because he's like diving and then just like cracks, yeah. cracked three yeah. times. He'll and he run, gets him instantly. He'll run and then he'll just gallop like a hyena. Like, like, a, like a, gazelle. a gazelle. It's like, I'm like... What the hell? But off of that, Evan, you got any final points for us this week? You know what's crazy? There was a, a massive NBA trade, and we didn't even talk about it. Oh, yeah, because they're winning the NBA Finals. Damian Lillard, yeah. um, congrats on your first ring, man. Yeah, congrats, yeah. Uh, I guess the only thing I'll bring up about that, it's all the talk. To, it was Miami, 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 Milwaukee. The craziest part was is Dame said – 
that he wanted to come back to Portland if it wasn't Miami. That's and they told him no. no. And that was the correct move because it was too far gone. Yeah. And that's what they said. Yeah. You can't undo a rebuild. No. Yeah. They would have picked a different yeah. guy in the draft. Yeah. And they got they would have done different things in the offseason. They've yeah. reconstructed the team differently. Yeah. Once you press the I'm going to leave button, there's no undoing it. Yeah. The rebuild has begun and it's moving without you. It would yeah. be nothing but a distraction and holding him yeah. back from a rebuild. 100%. Especially for someone like Damon Lillard where you can get a lot of money. He, uh, not a lot of money. A lot of return. And, don't and, and, every- and hey, you got DeAndre Ayton. Yep. And everyone who said, needed a fresh start. Their rebuild, uh, their GM has been god awful. He's not a good GM. Who but, uh, is it? Chauncey Billups still? No, I forget the name off the top of my head, but some guy. Um, you know. But point being, he's been bad, and you know what? He had a backbone and made the proper decision. Any GM should have made that exact move. Oh uh, yeah, hundred percent. You don't tank your franchise for the loyalty. Yeah, as yeah, like you feel like you had to, especially yeah, especially as you, as you said, he wanted to leave, and they found a trade partner. Mm-hmm. Oh, Chauncey Bills was the head coach. I thought he was the GM, yeah. Joe, uh, Joe Cronin. He doesn't have a Wikipedia page. I think is he new? Is he a newer guy? Joe Cronin? I'm not sure. But yeah, shout out to Giannis. Shout out to yeah. the Bucks who did a great job of showing Giannis that they want to win. Uh, Giannis, if they were not legit trying to bring in talent, bring in players, he would have walked. I genuinely oh, yeah. think Giannis yeah. was v- prepared to leave Milwaukee, and they gave him a reason to stay. Props yeah. to Milwaukee yeah. for yeah. doing everything Portland couldn't do all yeah. these years. Feel bad for Drew Holiday. Sounded like he wanted to be there for a long he, time. He but, loves it there. Yeah. But there was no room for him anymore. They kept Chris, which yeah. he was always injury yeah. prone, but like he makes more sense in that yeah. offense. Yeah. It's it's the uh, Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair. I'm sorry. I, I love you. Just business is business. Man, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, and I know. I feel like it's a good way to leave it. Yeah, okay. uh, we'll keep you guys posted. Hopefully, the next time here from us is in Miami. Well, we'll probably have another. No, episode. no, we will. Oh, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I am. I'm thinking too far. I, I, look, I, I understand. You're excited. I'm excited for Miami. Yeah, I'm excited too. I'm excited too. Come on, come on. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody, and uh, happy Friday. Happy Friday, Friday that you listen to on Saturday. Happy Friday though. Saturday. Thank you.